Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Pivoted Success Podcast, hosted by Sean Cochran from TCC Canada and myself, Jared Goldsmith from ESAC's Virtual Events. We're very pleased today to welcome Steffi Gabrielle Jean as one of our featured speakers. Steffi, thanks so much for joining us today. Hello. Good morning, everybody. Coffee. Thumbs up. <laughs> Everything's good with coffee. Steffi, let's yes. talk a bit about your background. Who are you? What are you all about? Ooh, okay. Um, that's actually why I called myself Steffi Smartless. Funny or funny enough. So who I am, um, I'm a young entrepreneur, mother here in Ottawa, uh, mother of five now, believe it or not. Um, so who I am in the gist of it is Monday through Friday, I'm actually an admin for a nonprofit here in Ottawa. I actually got that becoming an entrepreneur. So my entrepreneur skills are, um, so I model, um, I do voiceovers. Um, I also do podcasts like on the side, um, what IG channels, something that I've been doing really big right now. So I've been like promo modeling. Um, I also do consulting for like small, like small business startup because even myself, young mother, right? Only have a TD debit card, don't have a credit card. Um, how do you start a business, right? You have to figure out a way to do it. So your kids don't starve, but you still do what you need to do. Um, and then my husband at the time actually owned a gardening business. So funny enough, I was actually a gardener. I was also a renovator, marketing, um, doing commercials. Yeah. So that's why I, when I read the book from an entrepreneur called SMART, which is right, like the acronym S-M-A-R-T, I was like, oh my goodness, that's what I am. And then I saw Angie's list and I'm like, I'm way better than her. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to do, I'm going to combine that. I'm going to combine Angie's list in what they're doing over there, but my way and call it Steffi's smart list. And that's just pretty much where I've been going ever since. And now I even help and do things that I didn't even think I'd ever do. So like, uh, I'm helping, yeah. You do everything. Like, you are yeah. the superwoman. How are you at Dex? I could, I could use your help. Do you, do you build Dex? You know what's funny? I actually do, Jared. Don't start with me. I actually do. Don't even start. You know what's funny? Because like I even even like back right, I would do the decks and I have the staining, and then my agent would call me and, and I have to go do a shoot. Do you know how hurt that was? I'm literally on the via rail scratching out the stain from my nails because I'm I have a shoot with make with like they can't see that. They can't have my dry hands. So yeah, I have I have I know how to stain decks, Jared. Yes, I do. So how do you stay focused then with all of these moving parts or having a family and, and the entrepreneur? side and trying to make money and admin and this that and modeling and shooting and podcasting how do you organize it all you know what prioritizing um prioritizing is a major 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 thing um you prioritize by you know it's the same thing as being an ea right like when i'm an ea for a boss it's the same thing right he's they're super busy they have all these things they've got to do and how do we make it do you prioritize a lot that's really how you do it and that's how i do with mine so i go by okay um what's coming up really what's coming up now what's soon what has blown up that needs to be fixed right now? Because you know, as a business person, that happens almost every time, right? Every day. Um, and then also, like, which clients do you have the relations with that are able to understand that you can push things back? Which ones need it now? So I find that you almost read it almost like a doctor, right? When somebody comes in in the ER, you're like, okay, 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 this needs to be done right away. You can read in line. You over there, you're fine. You just need an Advil. Like it's almost like it's almost the same thing, you know? Like, and that's how I really prioritize it. And then eventually, like a waiting room, everybody gets done. Everybody gets loved. Everybody gets taken care of. And you don't think about it. Because when you think about it, that's when you freeze. And when you freeze, you do nothing. 
I think that's a really good an analogy is the, the triage. You know, I'm sure, Sean, you could relate. Every day as an entrepreneur, family member, you know, what you're taking care of other people and or your staff or yourself, there's a whole bunch of moving priorities. They change every day. It's, you get yes. 40 emails a day. Which ones do you action first? Or your Instagram, Steffi, you know, we'll talk about that later. But, you know, uh, how, where, when do you post? You know, what do you post? It's all yeah. about the priorities. That's a really good point. Like, you know, and then you've got your children, right? And then you're like, because even me, myself, like I do this, like I'm, I, I do this all on my own, right? So like mother, so when the kids literally need me, I can't be like, go see your daughter. Because like, I am done. I am that. So, and I can't neglect them, right? So I have to, so even me, myself, I have priorities. So I go ahead of time. I'm like, okay, guys, listen, when you see this sign, it's because I'm doing this. Means I can talk to you, but I'm doing my priorities. Or like right now, mom's going in an interview. You see red, don't even come, don't even knock, don't even do nothing. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, they, like, they, they even know. Or those things I include them with so they don't feel neglected. So like my promo, my entrepreneur, and like my modeling, they, I do, they do it with me. So there's some things that I don't want them to feel like, I'm even like my office sometimes, like when I go in, they come in with me. She's my little office. She's like, mommy, we have seven FedEx. I'm like, okay. So I find that that too, if you can find a way to integrate your kids with you, it shows them the same thing, but then you're also spending time with them. So yeah. Yeah. Quality time and an amazing example just to show them what can be done as long as you put your mind to it and all that sort of stuff. Steffi, That's tell me more about Steffi's list. Okay. Um, so Steffi's list is more, I noticed that in Ottawa, right? Um, unlike Toronto, because that's where I went a lot of the time, there wasn't a lot of services that would help entrepreneurs where, um, how do I open, like, how do I start a website? Almost like Jared, right? And I, I didn't even know Jared like then. So before then people were asking me, what do you do? How, how did you start this? And then that's when I was like, you know what, if you need the help, that's what like, I'll, I'll help you. And then that's just really where it started. And then um, I helped first, actually, I would say my my ex-husband, because you know what? We did pretty good. <laughs> so, um, and we had about 500 clients when we, we went from literally gardening, just one gardening client, to renovations, to 500 clients within two years. And it just exploded. And then from there, I was helping out other businesses. And then there was one, it was a business coach. So she's... um. Um, a life coach and she wanted to, she worked at the government, but she didn't know how to branch off from being an employee to a business owner. Cause that's something to people. I don't blame them. Right. Both ways. Some people transitioning from being an owner to an employee. That's another, ah. and that's then, tough. you know, and then transitioning from an employee to an owner, that's another, you, you, you have to get, sorry from a language, but you have to get that backbone. You can't just go in there like that. Do you, um, do you think there are certain similarities across industries and genres that entrepreneurs need to know? doesn't matter what business you're going into, or if you're starting from an employee to become your own boss, your own startup, what are some of the commonalities that you find I would say um, knowing thyself, that's something that is very common in both of them, right? Because you always get that. You always have to question yourself, am I making the right decision? So no matter where you're going, no matter what position you're in, I think that's something that's always common, right? Um, and then the other one would be to just listen to your instinct. That's something that I find is like my number one as an entrepreneur, and even then like that are that are commonalities 
Um, because yeah, you know, sometimes like people are like, oh no, but you're like, oh yeah, but no, I feel it though. Like you're not in here, like you're not feeling my gut like tickling me. You know, you're over there on the that's something else. Like when you really feel it. Just go with it. Just go with it because it'll take other people time to feel that 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 tickle because they're not there yet. So do you find that like that fear is holding people back? Yeah, because I'm not gonna lie, it held me back, right? It mm. held me back sometimes. Like there was because I was on a like I was on a lower scale for me as a model and as an entrepreneur. And I had a fear of exploding because, right? I'm like, okay, now this is big. All right, now. Do you want this? Are you ready for this? And, but I'm like, I've always known it's been there and listen to your instinct was like, no, you're ready. And that was, and listening to my instinct pushed me. So yeah, fear is always there, but you have to listen to your instinct to help you push you through that fear. Well, you, you know, <laughs> boy, Steffi, we could talk hours about entrepreneurship with you and the whole I, know. <laughs> I mean, we should try to keep it back to the topic of, of uh, pivoting during COVID. Yeah. So let's talk about the COVID side. You know, okay. you're doing all these amazing things. You're making your Steffi's list. You're doing all this that. How were you affected by COVID? I was affected by COVID um, where everything is on my own. Everything, everything, everything. Um, I'm not going to get too personal, but when I mean everything, I mean everything. Like school emails me. I've got to make sure the kids are in each of their classrooms. I've got to make sure, and, and they're all different, right? So high school, I've got elementary and everything. I've got to make sure that they're all on there. One's on five days a week, one's on three days a week, right? And then I've got my work from home as well, right? And then, um, so I, and I do it from over 300 people is who I help supply from just where I'm sitting in my office. So now I'm a mommy of my five, then I'm a mommy of the 245, but I can't see my 200, right? So that's one thing. Um, FedEx, um, that's one thing too, because I do a lot of supplies. I do a lot of shipping. I make sure they have what they need. But then um, really, it's, but it made me realize that, damn, I can do a lot. That's the thing though. Like, right? Like it, yes, it, it hustled me. And I was like, whoa, Stephanie, now you have a lot to do and you can't leave the house. That's the worst thing too, right? Like I can't, I have to, I can't get anybody to come help me because of the, because of the. Um, well, that's uh, also a little hard on the modeling contracts. <laughs> it is, but that's where the, the promo came in, right? Because I was like, okay, I'm not able to go out to do shoots right now. So my, I was able to focus more on my IG. So now I went from 1000 followers literally two, three, four months ago. And I'm up over 7k just in the last week. Right. Um, and now I have over 60 and 60 sponsors just for clothing and more. I've got like pods, I've got all sorts of things. And now the lockdown's over. So now I get to start the photo shoots again. So it was almost like prioritize, right? Take advantage of something that you can do, that you're good at, that you can take a skill. And I'm not good at selfies. My fear, I hate selfies. I hate them. But you know what? Because as a model, we don't take selfies, Jared. No. I don't know how to take them. I was like, what's this? I was like, I asked my daughter because I was like, I'm used to a, a professional taking my pictures. So long story short, I overcame that and I did selfies and I've been getting a lot of good things. And now I'm starting my, a new shoot actually in June, June 1st. So I'll be getting new photos because the lockdown's over. Yeah. <laughs> so you figure it out. And I bought my daughter uh, um, uh, a camera, the plan B. 
So now I said, listen, lockdown happens. I don't have a photographer. I'm done with my selfies. You're my new photographer. So I got nice. her a camera. So you're getting her in and she's learning about what it's like to be a business owner. Well, at exactly. least initially. Yeah. And I got it on Kijiji, by the way, because it's not an essential need. Haha. <laughs> so there's, there's always a loophole. Like, <laughs> like... And what about the, uh, the nonprofit that you work with? How were they affected by COVID? Who the nonprofit, um, they were hit pretty hard. Actually, um, one, some of them are remote because we work um, all throughout Canada, right? Alberta, Yukon, Whitehorse, like everywhere. Uh, but the other ones, they were affected where the offices, because we used to have a lot of meetings with like, uh, with like, um, uh, with like Health Canada and other like big and other big corporations. And like, um, so that really hurt them because not not able to do meetings as much, right? Um, everything is phone calls uh, and and right conferences and some of them aren't really used to that because even for myself I was more used to being face to face because my job's always in front so I think this actually it didn't depress me a bit but I kind of like had anxiety over the over over the um, over conferencing because I wasn't I was used to that literally shaking your hand and having a coffee with you and I was the morning psychiatrist. So I was like, what's the screen thing? I was like, you know, I was like, where do you feel feelings here? But um, some people, it's the opposite. They're, they've been affected where they're used to seeing the same people every day, lunches and stuff like that. And their life was work because they don't have children. So you can see some of them were like, I'm so surprised that more people aren't reaching out to me. I didn't write. So you almost... You almost see a shift a little bit, right? Like some people, they love it because they're home with their kids more. I won't lie. You know, there's a benefit. And me and myself, I gain four hours a day. Then I don't have to bus two hours every morning, two hours at night. So that's right. So to me, there's a bit of an upside to that. Um, and I find that other people have gotten to know each other more, right? Because some people that you would not have messaged, now you have to, right? Comparison to before. So I found there's a lot of good things, but some other people, it kind of shocked them because they thought things would work out the same, but it didn't. Well, I think the initial shock of it all, too, for a lot of people, it took some people a bit longer to sort of get going again because they locked down the world and everything's, oh, my God, well, it's going to be a week or two, no big deal, I'll just sit back. But I can tell, Steffi, from you, I mean, immediately you were thinking, okay, well, I can't do this, so I'll do this, and let's change this up and you are already so used to prioritizing that you're kind of set up for success already right well i you know what i guess i didn't even think about it like that because even that they didn't even know like certain things like the mail i was like hey you guys know this i was like what are we gonna do like i was already even before we were like totally like, at home and then sure enough like I'm already ahead of you. You know, I'm like, I already got it. Don't worry. I already know what we're doing. They're like, oh my God, thank you. Because I was like, well, I thought about it. I don't know how you did it, but it's all good. But maybe, but that's the business side of us, right? Because being a business owner, we have to think about all aspects. We don't, we're not just given a department. So I think that sometimes that's one good thing about being an employee when you work with a big group is you can bring that to the table is think about things that they wouldn't think about right yeah i think it's really interesting sean it's a good point that you brought up is that um and, and Steffi, you talked about earlier it's all about prioritizing okay now we have COVID. okay so let's work it out let's figure out what we have to do no crying in our pillow we have to change we have to let's do it yes we and do I, 
this is a big difference between the entrepreneur minded folks out there or let's say the employees like you were talking Steffi that those who are used to the challenges and the prioritizing or um, you know the triage you know that you were talking earlier Steffi and the same thing happened to me you know when COVID hit the week that everything closed down like okay change I'm not doing music anymore this is it and I found this platform and it's been fantastic that's it and yeah, you know what? Like we have no choice, and I think if anything, COVID has probably taught most of the world to think more like an entrepreneur. You know, we're faced with challenges every day. How do we deal with them? You can't. Or I mean, I'm sure there's a fair amount of the population who should try to ignore it and think it's going to go away and hope for government handouts, versus the other percentage of the population who do something about it. And it makes you really realize. Have you always counted on yourself or on other people? And I yeah. think that's also something that some people are afraid to really ask themselves. Like they like, and it's they realize like, oh my god, I never counted on myself this whole time. Like, because if I did, like you know, and I think that sometimes instead of really asking yourself those hard questions, it's it's harder to 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 complain, which is fine. Like I get it, but sometimes it's, you got to really ask yourself those hard questions. You know. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm just imagining, you know, all the, let's say for lack of a better uh, example, all the government employees out there, they get their, their pay nine to five there. Even if they're working from home, they got paid during the whole COVID. They don't have much of the same stresses that entrepreneurs do. No. You know? no. But then so, at the same time though, do, do you want that? Right? Like, do you want to just, like I thought about that, what I want just to hand out, like, no, like, what am no. I learning? Really? no, I think a lot of us would get bored. We'd still be looking for something else to do. That's <laughs> Launch a new like, business. We really would. Like, because then, because this has taught me, I've, I like, even me and you, how long have I been trying? You and I, like, right? So it's like, if it wasn't for COVID, I wouldn't have probably wouldn't talk to you as much as I have. And I'm so grateful that I've been, because you've been, you know, you would have been busy with your music. I would have been busy doing my other things, right? That you and I would have never had this, minute to even talk to each other so yeah. i've been able to meet people more entrepreneurs on a different level because of covid that before covid we would have never ever gotten to know each other like one designer now we're, we're super tight where before i was just a model to her i was just a body and a clothes you know because like but now she emails me and messages me like now we're actual friends but before she was just uh, your size four, put up there, go on the corner, you know, and then that's it. Where now it's not the same. It's like, hey, Bella, how you doing? I'm like, oh, that's nice. Okay. Yeah, so it's like, I find different relationships. People are starting to get to know you more as a person too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, because you're getting to know yourself more as a person. And I think that's what it is. This COVID is making people learn a lot about themselves and who's around them, um, right? And like, who's genuine, who's actually really cared about you this whole time. Was it all, you know, was it all because you had something that they were all behind you or was it because of who you, who you are on the inside that they were behind you? Right. And, and vice versa, you're starting to really notice that right now. Okay. I'm going I'm to ask uh, Sean to take care of the next question. I'll be right. <laughs> Sounds like dog problems in the background over there, Jared. <laughs> No, I, I think uh, from what you were saying, exactly. I, I, I hope from all of this, people realize the importance of a lot of the relationships that they had in their lives. Because I think a lot of people feeling the isolation and all the different things that they have, I think hopefully are starting to prioritize things a little bit more and focus on 
the importance of relationships. And just like what you said with your designer, it's just about making those connections because once you make that connection, then you can build a much stronger relationship. But a lot of, a lot of the times you either haven't had the opportunity or the sort of drive to be like, okay, let's, let's do more, let's build more of a relationship here. So I think uh, hopefully we can pull from that and sort of take off on the other side of the pandemic, right? Exactly, exactly. And that's one thing, I think that's why the IG, I've been kind of like taken back by it because like I was just having fun, you know, and then, but I'm getting like, oh my goodness, we need more things like this on Instagram. And I'm like, I'm like, there's like a million people, if not more on Instagram. I was like, listen, right? And I'm like, but I'm not really more of an Instagram. Like I use platform, like, I, like I'm, I'm a follower, but I'm not like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I scroll. But then eventually I'm like, you know, I think that's why I started putting my own contact is I'm like, listen, like if I'm going to keep scrolling, this is what I rather see. This is what I think should be on there. Right. Um, and with COVID, it's like you need more positivity. And now I didn't think it was going to go there, but now that's what's going. But yeah. So now it's like more mental health awareness. Right. So I've been because I've been through a lot of mental health, like not like in a cray-cray way, but more of like in a strength way, like a survivor, right? You know how people say like victims and like, I'm like, no, we're not. We got to start calling ourselves vic like survivors. There's victims and there's survivors, okay? The ones who keep going and smile every day, those aren't victims, those are survivors. So those are the things that I've been really trying to focus on. And now with COVID, I think that there's victims and then there's some survivors, right? But in a different way. And you guys are trying to show the survivors of all of this and don't want to focus, right? And so, yeah. So I think that's been, it's been interesting in a good way in all of it, mental health-wise, connecting-wise, like Sean's saying, right? And just, and like you were saying, really finding your own like in entrepreneurial light. Like that's when you know you're an entrepreneur. This pandemic really made you test yourself. That made you, oh yeah, a lot of people. Yeah, and I think in most people's lives or careers, you've never been thrown such a curveball as this, right? So I feel as entrepreneurs, if you can weather this, I think you're pretty good. You can do almost anything after this, right? <laughs> yeah. Break on the coffee, Sean and Jared. That's what I say at this point. You know, we talk, you talked a lot about like helping others. How, what does your Instagram page talk about? Like, how do you help others adapt these days? Um, so if I'm having a bad day, um, I've had a lot of, like, I go through, okay, you know what? I'll be honest because it's all good. So like domestic, domestic, like home violence awareness and things like that. I'm a big advocate for that because that's something that I went through in the past. And when I heard that domestic home violence is on the rise, which makes sense because now they're home more, right? Um, the kids can't go anywhere. They can't go to school. They can't distract themselves in the, in the school ground anymore. Like they used to, they can't like, you know, they can't talk to their counselor because now their counselor's on the computer at home. You think you think they're really gonna take their phone in the bathroom? No, like, you know, so so a lot of things like these kids have lost a lot of their um a lot of their ground. And for me, from being a child that comes from domestic home violence, I can only imagine what they're going through, right, at their time. And then um, and then on the other aspect from um a, a wife's perspective, right? So I just started wanting to show them that mattered, right? Um, right now, that's what we should be looking at. We should be, even I use my fashion to create 
awareness, right? Because I'm like, hey, da 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 da. But I'm all like mental health awareness. So I'm 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 trying to use where 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 it is right now, but trying to like put an awareness like above it. Um, and then other things I've also been trying to do is like uh, yoga. So I do a lot of yoga. So I've been doing mental health awareness, helping people just. Um, what helps me stay strong during the day? Like I'm having a really rough, I'm like, you know what? I've been through a lot. And then, then I'm like, you know what? I made it. So I'll just things like tough times don't last, but tough people do because that's what gets me through it, right? Like if I'm having like a really horrible week or even like when you're pregnant, I remember that. I'm like, listen, this is only 10 months. You're going to live 50 years, get over it. Like, you know, like, like those are the things I like, really try to get me going. I'm like, staff, this is only a month. This is only a week, right? You know, what you just said, Tough times don't last, but tough people do. Yeah. What a great quote that is. That's what, I, honestly, that's like, if I'm having a really rough month, I'm like, oh my God, when this is going to add, I'm like, buckle up, bro. Oh my God. And I'm like, you know what? Okay. It's, it's going to be end soon. Stuff's going to end soon. And the longer it's going, the, like, you know, the quicker it's going to end. You're, you're almost there. So I find that that's really what gets me through it. Or like, you're giving what you can handle. That's something else I tell myself, right? I'm like, oh my God, why would you even do this to me? But then I'm like, you know what? You did this to me because you know I can handle it. And that's why. And I'm like, okay, you know what? How can I handle it? You gave, and so I'll use that on my post. Um, uh, helping out like moms that are single, right? Like right now, some of them are probably going a little, I'll use what helps me with my kids, uh, including them in my life, but kind of giving them the responsibilities to you so that they're not too spoiled things like that business owners what we're going through right some of them like i when i heard some of them are committing suicide that just like oh like that just like there's no words there's no words like even right now i'm getting shivers because i'm just like really having a business is tough at any time doesn't matter what time but yeah everything's just exasperated like sean and i you know Steffi, like we all know a ton of entrepreneurs and it's really it's always tough but now with all the other challenges, especially if you have a bricks and mortar store, I, my heart goes out to everybody. You know, that's I, it. Yeah. You know, so that's really, I couldn't stay quiet inside anymore. You know, you're scrolling, you're hearing things. And then I'm like, I'm looking at the pages I'm hearing. I'm like, okay, you know what? Uh -uh, I can't do this anymore. So I was like, how can I kind of integrate what's going on, the messages? And then, and then, yeah. And then it's sort of blowing up from there. So now I'm doing like good night journals. Um, I might publish something. So like just to, kind of help people my own my own way I guess and like black life matters I've been there's had a bit of a racial issue that happened here in my in my neighborhood believe it or not so I've been like so I've been just advocating you know and helping people in that retrospect so I guess dividing myself in my smart list right you've got your athletes you've got your moms you've got your even actually homeless lady Jared I helped a homeless lady the other day um, and so her, she wants to start like a, um, uh, a campaign to help people really see the raw homelessness that's out there, right? The realness, um, how homeless people matter to you. And now with COVID, there's going to be even more homeless people. So like, we can't even judge, like, we can't even be like, oh, you're from this kind of the side. You don't even know that that could have been the owner of Market Fresh. Okay. But because he lost it, everything last month, now he looks like the same person that you saw last week. And so it's like, I'm at the point now where we can't judge anymore. Like anybody's anybody. You see people in Barhaven now begging for like Jared Barhaven in Ottawa. When do you see that? Somebody asking for food. When you start seeing people begging in a residential area in Ottawa, you can't ignore that. 
I'm sorry, but you can't. Like, that's a cry for help. And so those are the things that made me realize that, like, we can't just, we can't, we have the time. This is even the worst thing. We're at home doing nothing. You know, we don't, we, we, we have time to be helping these people. And we're like, oh no, I don't have time for you. Why not? You didn't have time when you went to work. You're not going to work. So what's your excuse now? I don't get it. It's true. And I love the... Stephanie, what are you most excited about? No. Oh, go ahead, Sean, please. No, I was just going to say, I mean, bringing those sorts of things to light are so important right now. And I mean, everybody gets so ton so tunnel visioned on COVID and all that sort of stuff. But you don't look at the periphery as much, the mental health, the other struggles that people are suffering from. And like you said, with the potential of domestic uh, abuse and all that sort of stuff. I mean, you're now trapped in an environment that you used to be able to escape from. So there's so much of that that's so scary about this lockdown and having people trapped in their homes. Uh, and like you said, with the homeless and anybody, I mean, you never know what their experience is like. And it's so quick to judge, well, you must have made this decision and that's why you're like this. But uh, that's not fair at all in any scenario. So I think it's so important that we look even deeper into all of this to try and help everybody. Because like we've noticed in this pandemic, people are starting to come together and together we always do better. So, I mean, it just makes so much sense to help each other out, right? And we help ourselves. We help our kids because it's like, do you want, do we want our kids to see this when they're older? Right. That's the thing too. Like, right. Like, and we, I, I don't know. Like, even when I see that, I'm like, mm. I'm like, no, our kids need to like, I'll give my kids a garbage bag to give to somebody. I'm like, no, look, you know, sometimes it's to the homeless man. They'll have like a rib bag. I do that. I carry garbage bags just up because sometimes I feel bad because you see them walking around with the, with the ripped holes and I get my kids and no, and I'm like, no, give them a clean garbage bag. And then, you know, because like, like give them some dignity, you know, like they're already walking around with bags and garbage. It's like the least I can do is give you something clean to carry it in, you know? I don't know. Well, it's incredible how much just little things can make a big difference. And the more people do just the little things to help people, the better off everybody can be, right? Yeah. Well, you, you know, interesting. I was at a, a park yesterday and I went to, did some groceries and messages. And it was one of those uh, public parks where you had to pay. So I only used half an hour out of my hour. And so I let the guy, you know, I waved him in because so, it was a lot of traffic. And I got out and I, I gave my parking pass for the extra half an hour. And him and, and the person in the car, they were absolutely floored. And I thought, wow, I wish more people would pay it forward. It doesn't matter what it is. It could be, you know, a $2, two little parking voucher. But it goes a long way. Just the thought. No, it so does. Like, I, people don't. People don't get it. That's, that's how I met that lady at the, at the bank. I was going out for myself with my kids because like, they're older. Long story short, she was on the floor at TD Bank. Just like with the, with the cardboard sign that just said, I need $80 to go. So I was like, honey, get up. I was like, first, I'm going to give you money. I'm going to take you to be around, right? And then I did that. But those are the things. I was like, if you're my daughter, yeah, right. I'll let you just sit there. That's the thing, right? We got to think about that. Like, that could be your daughter, my sister. And what if I'm just dead and nobody's there to help her, right? Some people don't even have anybody. That's the issue. They don't even have anyone to call, right? It's not even a matter of their, they just have no one. And the government's closed. So they're supposed to go, <laughs> like, you know, they, they, they can't even go to the government. But anyway, so those are the things that have helped me um, help other people. And that's brought me more joy, really. People are like, I like what you're doing. And I'm like, you could do it too. Like, you know. 
Well, you know, Stephanie, this is a good uh, lead into the next question. What does your personal future hold? Ooh. Let's say in the next six months from now, where do you see yourself? <clears throat> in the next six months, where do I see myself? Um, I see myself doing more, um, more, more, more TV, like more little TV series, because I've noticed that on my G, um, people have actually been... People aren't bored of me, which is interesting. So I was like, okay. I started doing like these little weekly ones and I've noticed people are really catching to it. So I'm going to be focusing more on that. Um, and my future, I really see it going podcast and bringing more people together with my message because just the fact that it's already gone where it is, I'm listening to my instinct and it's like, you know, when they say it's not fair not to share that's almost yeah. the point I'm getting at right now. I almost feel like I'm not being fair anymore by keeping, because at first I thought it was just nonsense to people, but now I'm, people are like, no, we actually want to hear this. So now I feel selfish. So now my job is to share it as much as I can um, and create more domestic home, like domestic of violence and to try to help those women. So kind of take my IGs, but more positiveness to help them fight the battles, um, bring more children on the streets. So a little bit more like documentaries I'm gonna try to do of bringing on the children who are fighting on the streets from domestic home. Like, so, like, Cause I don't wanna just, I don't wanna just like, you know, make signs. Like I, I, I'm done with that. Like I actually wanna see these people, talk to them. Um, and so that's one thing you might see more of me, more stuffy on the streets, <laughs> I guess you'd say. I'm more modeling. I'm going to be doing a lot of that because I'm already booked until the end of this year. So I'm going to be like, it's absolutely crazy. So I'm going to be doing a lot of, a lot of photo shoots. Um, business networking. I'm going to be helping other businesses. So you're going to be, you see me promote other businesses too, um, as I'm helping them. Cause I cannot, right. How can you help and not promote? That's, that's, that's a goal. It does not go together. You can't, you have to help and promote. It's just, it's just a combo. Yeah, I, I love your another point you mentioned about it. it's almost selfish of you not to share because you have so much knowledge, wisdom, uh, inspiration, motivation. You want to help other people. And how do you get the word out? Obviously, it's social media these days. Yeah. And it's helping to encourage, promote, support local business, you know, the people who, who might be struggling and offering your resources to help them. You know, that's one of the reasons why Sean and I are doing this is to put spotlights on movers and shakers like yourself, Steffi. Thank you. To offer inspiration and knowledge and assistance for people who who may not know where else to go or Do they don't have, know what, what they don't know. That's because it's actually interesting because like, okay, you I'm actually going to ask you guys if you guys want. You're my first people I'm saying this actually online. So Steffi started a charity, okay, believe it or not. So I started a charity but with, the, with the hospital. So um, can you believe, okay, and it's not their fault, but if you ever had a friend who had a preemie baby, I'm at the hospital, and they didn't have finances because it couldn't work because of COVID. So they couldn't even make a bag for their baby, like like clothes or like a bib, anything. And then they, and the, but they're given a list that they have to give to bring the baby home. Without this, you can't even bring your baby and leave the hospital. So they'll come much in the catch-22. You can't afford to bring your baby home, but you have to bring your baby home eventually, right? So I made a baby back for them, Jared. And then I called into the hospital. I was like, listen, how many other parents in the NICU don't have clothes because they lost their jobs and they can't? So between me and you, 
so now I'm working with the hospital. Um, we're actually going to start it um, because you know how all the babies that are born um, during COVID, you know, they're actually called coronial babies, coronial yeah. babies. Yes. Yeah. So every baby that's officially been born from COVID and now are now because you know how there was baby boomers. So now these babies are called coronial. So from a certain 20 years, you can be like, hey, I'm a coronial. That means you're born a corona. Like that's like that's where it's going right now. Oh, like, so, so probably having- because I think the the baby boomers, either, okay, a lot of divorces and a lot of babies. Probably yeah. one of the two. <laughs> you know, and now with Corona, now they're saying they're they're coronial babies. So yeah. I'm calling this the coronial baby kit. So watch out for that. So we're doing charity because that's what their problem is. They didn't know how to create a system to make it COVID friendly to still be able to supply these parents with new guests. But again, entrepreneurs think it's not the box. So I was like, city, I was like, hospital, you just need an entrepreneur to help you out. That's all you need. Like, because entrepreneurs, we're, we're, we're almost like lawyers, okay? We're just really good at finding loopholes. And that's really what I think we are. People don't realize that. Like, you go to a good lawyer because he's good at finding loopholes for what situation you're in. You go to an entrepreneur because they're good at finding a loophole for what situation you're in. That's it. And so... That's what I went to go do. So now um, I'll keep an eye and I'll keep you looped in. But yeah, so I'm going to start a charity with the city of Ottawa to, uh, with, yeah, to help out parents that are that need help with their coronial, like, little newbies. Like, come on. They need help, too. Who was thinking about them in the hospital? That's such a great initiative. And it's one of those troubling things you mentioned with the whole coronavirus and the, the trouble of contact and all this, the damage it's done to so many of these fundraisers or uh, different charity organizations that can't do things the way they used to be able to do. And again, often, like you said, are missing that potential entrepreneurial mindset to be like, wait, but we can do this. No, what about this? What about this? What about this? What about this? Because again, like you said, that's what we're always constantly doing in our heads is running the scenarios of like, well, what if we did this? No, that'll, that won't work. Well, what about this? Okay. Until you get to the point that you're like, I think this one's worth trying. Let's try this. That's it. Uh, Stephanie, let's talk about <clears throat> some words of wisdom. Okay. We're going to start wrapping up our podcast soon. But, you know, we covered so much great knowledge today. Again, you know, we might have to have you back on a future episode uh, in a few more months. It would be my pleasure. Uh, I think you'd be the first person would be a second interview with us on on this podcast because you're just such a wealth of knowledge and and enthusiasm that we just love it. Now, let's talk about some words of wisdom for others. Okay, I mean, we tend to have an entrepreneurial mindset on the Pivoted Success podcast, but yeah. sometimes we we you know we interview community leaders or charities, nonprofits. But you're you have your foot in a whole bunch of different worlds. I do. Yes, um, my words of wisdom would be honestly, I've when you really feel it, like. The moments I know I'm doing it right is when I'm almost in tears. And that's what I would say to people. Okay. When you, when you like, when you're helping somebody and you're both getting like the, um, the shivers and you're both getting that energy, but you're also learning at the same time, I find um, you need, to, you need to keep going with that. And sometimes listening to others as hard as it may be, you need to do it for yourself, like share, but you also need to be fair. It's, 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 it's both ways. Right. So, um, and ego, egotistic, bring it down for me. I think that's one thing. Um, 
I try not to be, I, I, I treat everybody like they are like, like there was one time somebody said, Oh my God, you're talking to me. I was like, Oh my God, that is sad. You even said that. No, we have to stop that. You know, we doesn't matter who you are, where you come from. I'm going to treat you like you are a person. That's it. Until you do something wrong to me. That's, that's the way, that's the way I, and I think for me, my word of wisdom is right now with this COVID treat people like that right now, guys, because you just don't know. You might be that person who might need that. And because it's that balance of life, like karma. Yeah. And I'm, I don't know, I'm a strong believer in that. So that's really my, my words of wisdom. Like if I see somebody crying and you're a stranger, I'll put my bags on and I'll come hug you. I don't know you, but you know what? You're in pain and I feel it. So I don't have to know you to, to feel your pain. I'm just a human being and a humanity. This is all I'm really trying to bring back. And that's really all it is. Like, be so having more empathy. Like, like yeah. if somebody's having a tough day, stop what you're doing. And, and you'll yeah. probably be making a huge difference in their lives. That's it. That's, I think that's really all this. This empathy. Like, you just see somebody, like, I, one day I'm like, hey, girl, like, I see you. You're crying right now. I'm like, listen, whatever you're going through. I'm like, I don't, you don't know me. But I was like, you're going to get through it. And they just look at them like, oh, my God, thank you. And sometimes people just need to hear that. Like, they, they just do. And so for me, it's that if you see somebody, you hear somebody, you feel it, that instinct of yours telling you not to do it. Listen to me, listen to that voice and do it, okay? That's what, that's what I'm telling you. That fear that you have of not, just listen to it. That's why I said listen to your instinct. So that's my thing. Listen to your instinct. Don't fight it. That's a great word. Uh, wisdom. What, what can the community do to help, Steffi? Like you're talking about this new charity. Um, you know, uh, where, where can somebody get your, your Steffi's list from? Um. Okay. Can you believe it, Jared? I'm officially on 10 social media platforms. Ha! So something else I've been having fun with during COVID. So you can find me on Twitter um, as Steffi Smartlist, but I've also been marketing guru, AKA Two-Headed Tigress. So you can actually find me on all my social media platform, either on as Steffi Smartlist or as Two-Headed Tigress. Um, so I'm also on Thriller, believe it or not. So it's like the adult version of TikTok. Um, you can find me there too as Two-Headed Tigress. Um, I've been on... IG, I have two. I have Two-Headed Tigress and Ebony Hempress because we also have our cannabis family who they also need to be educated because we don't want them to be segregated against. So I have that as well. Um, and then we have my LinkedIn, which you are with, with Ray Foley, Steffi Smartless. Um, and really all you can do is bring awareness to the things that matter to you with me. If there's something that you don't know how to bring awareness to, Shout out. Be like, hey, Steph, you've got to, you, you're loud. How can I bring light to this? And I'm like, I don't even know that's out there. That's really it. Like, and that's how we help each other out because the things that I don't even know that's out there. Right. Like, so you help me bring it out to light. That's really what I'm trying to do is create like a stepping smartless, like shopping channel for Ottawa, you know, because some people can't, some people have the goods, but they don't know how to show it off. Right. So, if you know somebody who's struggling in Ottawa, bring them towards Steffi. Cause and don't say she can't. She can't. You don't know I can't until you send it my way. That's pretty much the way I say it. And I'll send them your way. Like that's that's how we network. If I can't, somebody will. Like and I'll bring you somebody else's way, and then they'll help you out too. So it's fine. You know, I I love hearing about all this content. <clears throat> As you know, and you know, Esacs, we have about seven hundred 
videos on entrepreneurship and networking and yes. that you're <clears throat> creating such a resource on Instagram and Twitter and your Steffi's list. Like I'm sure that um, we'll be able to help a lot more people in the future with all of these resources. Because again, I like what you said before about it's selfish to keep all this knowledge inside without sharing it to the public and the world. It is. Just like yeah. you. That's why you're doing so good, Jared. And that's why, like, even with you, like, I love sharing your content on, on Wednesdays because it's those things where you have knowledge that I don't have. And when I share it, I it brings me knowledge. But then I feel good because I'm like, everybody needs to know this, too. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and then and then when I see people liking it on the Instagram about ESOCs, I'm like, you see? You didn't even know you needed that. But you see, I told you you needed to know that, right? And those are the things that, like, even just sharing, helping like yours, it's like people like this, you know, I'm like, no, I know because uh, you help me without knowing, you know, like when I read your things, like you say you like my energy, but I also want to thank you because you've helped a lot of us entrepreneurs in Ottawa, you know, to keep our energy and to keep our flame going. So I want to thank you for that in so many ways. So if you have the honor of bringing me back in my loud voice, it would be a pleasure because um, every time, every time I talk to you, Jared, I learn. I learn and I grow. So it would be an honor. And Sean. Sean's awesome. I like even having him on there. Now I might stalk him a bit too on Instagram. Let him know that. I'll find him. I'll find him on LinkedIn. Oh. Are you okay. laughing? Is that a good laugh, Sean? Definitely a good laugh. <laughs> okay, good. So, so thank you so much, Steffi. Um, <clears throat> Sean, is there anything you'd like to add before we start wrapping up? No, that was great, Steffi. Thanks so much for joining us. It's so nice to... I know. I love positivity anyway, but I mean, you're as positive as it gets. And I think that's what we need more of in this world. And uh, like you said, I mean, the tiniest little thing you can do for somebody else can make such a difference. So, I mean, I think it's really important to stay positive and stay focused and try to get past all of this weirdness that we're sort of still dealing with right now, right? That's it. And do what you guys are doing and be one voice for all the people that can't talk for themselves. Yeah. That's really, really, really great. So thank you so much. Today, we are joined by Steffi Gabriel-Jean, Steffi's um, List, on the yeah. Success Podcast, hosted by my co-host, Sean Cochran from TCC Canada, and myself, Jared Goldsmith from ESAC's Virtual Events. Thank you so much, Steffi. Bye, guys. Have a nice day.